What's up, everybody? Freddy Inferno here back again with my up and in podcast, going solo on today's podcast with a new segment called Inferno's Insights. So with Inferno's Insights, there are going to be deep dives into kind of smaller subjects that will be more in detail and will go more in depth with certain things. So for the first ever Inferno's Insights, my in-depth breakdown will be of the Houston Texans 2020 schedule and how I think it's going to play out. So for this schedule, we're going to be going four weeks at a time, groups of four. So it'll be week one through four right here at this one. And so week one through four, the Texans are at the Chiefs on Thursday night's opener for the season. Week two, they host the Baltimore Ravens. Week three, they're at the Pittsburgh Steelers. And week four, they host the Minnesota Vikings. Week one against the Chiefs, we visit the defending Super Bowl champions. And I do not like our chances in this game at all. Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill. Nicole Hardman, Travis Kelsey, Damian Williams, you name it, and these guys are just stacked up and just outmatches, I feel like, on offense. And coming off a Super Bowl win, I think Patrick Mahomes won't have a, a Super Bowl hangover. I think he'll be back and ready ready to go. And I see our defense struggling to contain that offense. Uh, just, we just don't have any big defensive upgrades outside of guys getting some time off, some rest time. J.J. Watt will be coming fresh off of an offseason of rest. But outside of the defense, our offense, I feel like it's more balanced. It's it. I mean, trading away uh, our best receiver and DeAndre Hopkins kind of hurts us. But now we have, I feel like, three very good receivers in Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, and Brandon Cooks. Adding David Johnson might add a little bit more of the running game. He is coming off an injured year and then a year where he was benched last year with the Cardinals. But going David Johnson along with Duke Johnson Jr. in the backfield, I feel it's a good two-headed duo. They can make some noise for us. But week one at the Chiefs on Thursday night, I don't see us getting out of there with a win. So week one is a loss. Week two, we host the Baltimore Ravens. So we go the two best teams from last year, in my eyes, the team that won the Super Bowl, the Chiefs, and the team that many picked to be in the Super Bowl, the Baltimore Ravens, with the NFL MVP, Lamar Jackson, on their team. I think that's another loss. Even though it's at home and Deshaun Watson is, in my eyes, a top 10 quarterback, I still think we lose to the Ravens here. Their defense is better than ours. I feel like we just won't be able to stop Jackson at all at the quarterback spot. Last year, they absolutely blew us out. And not saying that it'll be the same thing this year. I think Deshaun Watson will be more ready. He's only gotten better every single season. But I still think we start off with a loss at home. So as of right now, through two weeks, I see our team being 0-2. Week three, at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, this is a game that I believe will be a lot closer. Um, Big Ben coming off an injury last season. He'll have time to settle in those first two weeks. And I see us losing on the road against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So after three weeks, I see us 0-3. Their defense is very, very good. I feel like we struggle against top defenses. So with three straight losses to open the season, I feel like it's a must-win game, which every game and every week is a must-win game, only a 16-game schedule. So now week four, we host the Minnesota Vikings. Primetime Kirk Cousins doesn't have a primetime game this week. It's a regular Sunday afternoon game, 12 p.m. 
They still have uh, Adam Thielen there, Dalvin Cook there. They drafted a rookie out of LSU to play receiver with them. And with this being a must-win game, I think the Texans will take this one. Looking at the Vikings' schedule, they have the Texans week four after hosting the, the Packers in week one, at the Colts week two, hosting the Titans week three. And then behind us, so we're sandwiched between the Titans, a playoff team, and the Seahawks in week five, where the Vikings have to travel to Seattle. I think there's a game that we can sneak in there and get the win, but it'll be a tough one. Um, it, it is a home game. The Vikings do have a good defense as well, but I think Deshaun Watson does his stuff, puts some magic out there, and I think the Vikings will sleep on us early and we'll get out to an early lead here in this game. So through four weeks, I see the Texans being one and three, the only win being a home win against the Minnesota Vikings. Close game, though. We start off the season with three playoff teams and then a team that was the first out of the playoffs in the AFC and the Steelers. So through four weeks, I see us being one and three with the win against the Minnesota Vikings being our only win there. Now on to the second part of the schedule, week five through week nine, as the Texans have a bye week, week eight. Week five, we host the Jacksonville Jaguars. Coming off a win against the Vikings, we should absolutely blow out the Jaguars. Gardner Minshew is a fun quarterback to watch, but I don't think he's a top quarterback. And I think in a game like that, the better quarterback wins most of the time. So does Sean Watson. I think he'll get the win over them. The Jaguars trade away a lot of their key pieces recently. Dalen Ramsey was traded last year. Uh, Clayus Campbell was traded. They're trying to trade Leonard Fournette. Uh, I just don't see the Jaguars as any kind of competition for the Texans next season. So I get the Texans here a win. So it's two straight wins for the Texans there. Now the next one, a toss-up game at the Tennessee Titans. So looking at recent games against the Titans, in the last two seasons with Deshaun Watson at quarterback, because in 2017 when the Texans played the Titans on the road, Sean Watson had torn his ACL the month before. Texans lost 13 to 24 in 2017. 2018, September 16th of 2018, Texans lost 20 to 17. And then last season when they met in December in Tennessee, Texans won 24 21. So every single game on the road or with the Titans, the Texans have had one score games essentially in the Deshaun Watson era. So. At this point, coming off of back-to-back wins, this is very much a toss-up game. Going, Looking at the Texans' record against the Titans at home, though, they'd won four straight, going back to 2015 until last season when they lost 35-14. In the last game of the season where the Texans played a lot of their backups, the Titans were trying to get into the playoffs, won that game to get into the playoffs, and they got hot from there, went on a little run in the postseason where they ran to the Ravens, ran to the Patriots. Let's see. I can see the Texans winning this game. I'm going to give them this win here. So with that, it'll be three straight wins. The Titans are a good matchup. Derrick Henry's a physical runner. Will tear through our defense, I feel like. But I think J.J. Watt and the boys on defense do just enough to squeak out a win. Deshaun Watson, I feel like he's a much better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. So going on quarterback bias, I feel like. Deshaun Watson would still get the win over Ryan Tannehill here in this situation. Now, the next week is a big one, I feel like. Week seven, we play host to the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Now, the whole drama this up this past offseason with the Jordan Love draft pick and the draft, 
I feel like it's going to cast a light, a big spotlight on the Green Bay Packers season. So looking at their schedule leading up to this Texans game, they have a bye week and then play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in week six. And then they're at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers week six and they travel to Houston week seven. Week eight, they have Minnesota at home. And then week nine, they travel to San Francisco in a short week to play the 49ers. You have four straight playoff teams right there, or well, potential playoff teams. Tampa Bay didn't make the playoffs last year, but with Tom Brady there now, I feel like that is a playoff team essentially. So with four straight playoff-level teams, I feel like the Texans is the one team in the league that everybody is overlooking after they traded DeAndre Hopkins. With with Deshaun Watson still here in Houston, I feel like he is the key factor in our offense. He's what makes it run. And with those being sandwiched between the Buccaneers, the Vikings, and the 49ers, I think we're the team that gets slept on, slept on a lot. And I feel like the Texans can pull out this win at home against the Packers. So with that, the Texans have four straight wins and ahead to the Jacksonville Jaguars on the road. Once again, I feel like this is a game that we should just win. It shouldn't be much of a competition against the Jaguars. Garner Minshew, once again, is a good quarterback and not great. And he's fun to watch. It'll, I think it'll be a close game because it's on the road and, and it's a in-division game. But I think we'll continue to expose this team. And to me, that's two wins automatically on our schedule due to playing the Jaguars twice a year. And with that, that would put the Texans at this point with five straight wins. Wins over the Vikings, Jaguars, Titans, Packers, and, ja- and the Jaguars once again. So we'll be 5-3 and three going into Week 10 against the Cleveland Browns, which is where we'll pick up next. Now on a Week 10 through 13, we start with the game at the Cleveland Browns after coming off a road win against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And against the Browns, I see the Texans losing this game. The Browns, at this point in the season, are coming off a bye week. We'll have a week to prepare for the Texans. So I believe Baker Mayfield and the boys over there Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, Austin Hooper, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. They have so many offensive weapons. Last year, it seemed like at times they didn't know what to do with them. But I think going into this season, the brand-new head coach from the Minnesota Vikings, I don't quite remember his name, though. Uh, I feel like they will either be run-dominant or pass-dominant, but whichever one they choose, it's going to be very, very good for them. They're going to work it out. Coming off a bye week, I feel like they will – Kind of take the Texans by surprise, coming off a big five-game winning streak that I have going right now. The big win over the Packers, big win on the road against the Titans, and two cupcakes with the Jaguars. I feel like Texans will kind of come into this game high on their horses and get knocked off by the Cleveland Browns on the road. Their defense is good as well. Miles Miles Garrett there uh, on the front seven. So I see the Texans losing this game to the Browns coming off a bye week. So at this point, they are 5-4. and four. They now host the New England Patriots in Week 11. Last year, the Texans beat the Patriots, and that was with Tom Brady on their team. I see it happening again this year. Jared Stidham, although we, we haven't seen much of him, Bill Belichick is giving the trust to him to kind of move forward into the season as the starting quarterback. As far as we know right now, I mean, they could go out and sign someone like Cam Newton later on, or they can just... You know, just kind of look around, trying to find someone that would fit their system. But as of right now, with where the teams stand, 
The Texans beat that defense last year. That defense only got older and lost key key pieces as well along the front seven. I see the Texans being the Patriots at home in week 11. Now, week 12, a little bit of a different game. Texans will be on Thanksgiving Day for the lunch game against the Detroit Lions on the road. The Lions, I feel like, always play good in this game when they play on Thanksgiving. It's their game. They play it every single season. They play it at home every single season. But I still feel like the Texans are a much better team than what that Lions team is. The Lions just drafted Jeffrey Okuda to play cornerback. He might clamp up one of our receivers. But still, we still have a couple other guys. We still have a couple tight ends. Darren Fells, Jordan Aikens. We still have guys out of the backfield. I still feel like the Texans, on paper, are a much better team on offense. And I feel like that's what's going to win them this game. Deshaun Watson, primetime Deshaun Watson. I think he'll show out on Thanksgiving Day in front of a national crowd watching the whole game for lunch. And I think he will pick up a key play in this game, probably in the fourth quarter, and I think he'll be the reason why we win this game. So with that, we'll have that Thanksgiving game in week 12. Then we'll have a long week to prepare for the Indianapolis Colts in week 13. First time we're playing the Colts here in week 13 of this season. Home game, I feel like the Texans and the Colts, since the Peyton Manning era ended, and now the Luck era has ended, Home games, we always win. Road games, we always lose against the Colts. So with them having Phillip Rivers now, I think same thing kind of happens. So week 13 at home, I feel like we're hot right now. The wins are the Patriots and the Lions. Texans will beat the Colts at home. I like Phillip Rivers. I like that team. I feel like every team in the AFC South is kind of close and built the same. Outside of the Jaguars, they're still rebuilding, doing their own thing over there. But the Titans, Colts, Texans, I feel like they're all kind of bunched up kind of very close to each other, and I think it comes down to the quarterback play and who plays better. And I feel at this point in the season, as long as Deshaun Watson is healthy, he's still the best quarterback in our division, and I feel like he's the main deciding factor in who wins those close games within our division. So with that, I see us beating the, the Indianapolis Colts Week 13. And with that, it, we will go 3-1 and one from Week 10 to Week 13. Their only loss being on the road at the Browns, coming off a bye week for the Browns. Okay, now we're on to week 14 against the Chicago Bears on the road. This game is in December, and historically in December, Deshaun Watson has not been very good, even in warm weather games. So take, for instance, last December, he had three games. He didn't play week 17 against the Titans. As our starters rested, we already had a playoff spot locked up. So in... Week 14, we got trounced by the Broncos at home, 38-24. We lost. No, we beat the Titans on the road, and then we beat the Buccaneers on the road. In those three games, Deshaun Watson threw for three touchdowns total and five picks total, being sacked nine times across three games. So in these three games, Deshaun Watson, the most yards he threw for was 292 against the Denver Broncos at home, which is in a dome, in a controlled environment. In the next game against the Titans, the game we won, he threw for 243. And then week 16 at the Buccaneers, he threw for 184. So he clearly has struggled a little bit in December. I think this is where our struggles will start with him at the Bears in a cold-weather game. The only thing I see working out for the Texans here is that the Chicago Bears the week before, so the two weeks prior to playing the Texans, 
hosting Texans week thir- week 14 in December is that the Bears come off of a road game at Green Bay in primetime. They host the Lions the week prior to the Texans, and the week after, they're at the Vikings. So we're sandwiched in between three division games for the Bears. I think that'll work in our favor as the Bears want to capitalize on those division games, potentially try and win those games, and they might overlook the Texans, which I think is a recurring theme in this podcast because I do think a lot of people in the media and a lot of people of the Texans and a lot of people that are fans of the Texans, a lot of people that don't like the Texans, a lot of people that even do like the Texans are sleeping on us. I feel like our team is still good, even though we have traded away our best offensive receiver since Andre Johnson and DeAndre Hopkins. But I still see us being good enough to beat teams that we should beat. And the Bears are one of those teams. At this point in the season, I haven't looked in-depth at the Bears' schedule yet, but they're either in the playoff race or they're already out of it because with their quarterback situation with Mitchell Trubisky and with Nick Foles, and on top of that, the whole situation this offseason where Deshaun Watson came out and said that no one from the Bears ever talked to him during his pre-draft kind of like discussions with teams. I think he's going to have an extra big chip on his shoulder knowing that Mitchell Trubisky was drafted by this team and he's not played this team yet. I think Deshaun Watson will show out in this game. I think we'll barely squeak out a win, maybe on a last-second touchdown or a last-second field goal. But even though Deshaun Watson struggles in December, I think we get this win in Chicago in Week 14. On the road, of course. Now going to Week 15 at the Indianapolis Colts. As I said earlier in the podcast, the Colts and the Texans historically split home and road road games. So the Texans will win at home, and they'll lose on the road in Indianapolis. And I think that happens again this season. The Colts, at this point in the season, I haven't gone in-depth on their schedule and done win-loss records for them. But I think they could be competing for a wildcard spot at this point if Phil Rivers is kind of doing his thing for the Colts and carrying that team along. But if he isn't and they're out of it, Texas might be able to get a win finally in Lucas Oil Stadium. But at, as of right now, before looking at the Colts' schedule and seeing how they're going to do the week prior, the week after, I see the Colts being the Texans at home. It's kind of what's historically happened with the team. We split those games. So I see the Colts beating us at home. Well, we're on the road at the Colts in Indianapolis, so we we will lose week 15 against the Colts. Now, week 16, we host the Cincinnati Bengals and number one overall pick, Joe Burrow. I don't see the Bengals being competitive at all this season, but I see them being a team that can knock off a team that isn't ready for them. Joe Burrow is a pretty good quarterback. He did go first overall. But they are in probably the toughest division in football. In his division, he has another former number one overall pick in Baker Mayfield with the Browns. He has Patrick Mahomes. Not Patrick Mahomes. Sorry about that. He's in the AFC West. He has Lamar Jackson, who is the reigning MVP. And then he has Big Ben, two-time Super Bowl champion, coming off of a Tommy John surgery. At this point in the season, I mean, we cannot rank Joe Burrow above any of those quarterbacks. I feel like the Bengals will, get, will be getting will have been beaten up by the teams in their division along with the rest of their schedule. So at this point in the season, Joe Burrow might just be kind of just going going for yards, goals, that kind of stuff. Or he might even kind of be sit out if he's hurt at this point in the season. You know, he might take a beating back there. So Texans at home against the Bengals, who were the worst team in the league last year. I see the Texans beating them this year in week 16 at home. Now, 
Week 17 is against the Titans at home. I have us winning on the road at Tennessee in Week 6. Coming to Week 17, if we have a playoff spot locked up once again, then I see us sitting our starters again and letting the Titans win if they're in that kind of playoff situation again where they win and they're in, losing their route. The Texans are in that same situation as well, though, then we will kind of be going at them with our starters. So it's a tricky game to kind of predict right now in Week 17 because we could be put in that same situation as last season where we don't play any of our starters, give them the easy win, they get into the playoffs. So with that being said, at this point of the season, the Texans would be 10-5 and five after that loss to the Colts and the win over the Bengals. So this win would either put us at 11-5 and five or at 10-6. and six. We got into the playoffs last year at 10-6, and six, and we didn't get a first-round bye. This year with an 11-5 record coming off of a three-game losing streak to start the season, I think we will be probably the third or the fourth seed once again. I don't see us really caring that much about this game. If it's important and it's first playoff seeding, of course we play our starters. If it's not, we might just let them we we might just let them take this game. So as of right now, I'm going to get the Titans get the W in this game. The Texans will finish ten and six on this season with a playoff spot. Hopefully, it's a division title, but uh, kind of going based off of this Texans schedule. Haven't yet looked at the Titans schedule yet though. So right now, I'd have them at ten and six and in the playoffs with a AFC South division title once again. All right, and now a quick overview for the Texans schedule for 2020. I was going 10-6 and with a playoff spot. Um, I feel like we win games that we should win. If you're looking at the quarterback matchup, I feel like we only lose maybe two to three games in terms of who has the better quarterback. But, of course, the defense does come into play in certain games. So does uh, road conditions, the games on the road, the games at home, that kind of stuff. Um, so the, for each four-week breakdown, after the first four weeks, the first four games, I have the Texans at one and three. For the, over the next four games, I have them at five and three, winning four straight. At, over the next four after that, they're eight and four, losing one, winning three. And then going into week 17, I have them 10 and five in a kind of rubber game against the Titans. Go either way. I have them losing it as of right now for already in the playoffs. So I have the Texans at 10 and 6 with that breakdown. And now that we're all wrapped up, I am your host once again, Freddie Inferno. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, at Freddie Inferno on all platforms. Also, you can find me on TikTok at Freddie Inferno. And um, I mean, if y'all like this and y'all want to have more, uh, let me know what teams y'all would like to see. I plan to right now do the rest of the AFC South, see how our records stack out against our schedules, kind of line them up and see how that goes. And if anyone wants any certain teams, I know the Cowboys are probably a popular one, along with the Chiefs, Ravens, Browns, Steelers, those kinds of teams. I'll look to try and do those in the future. So just please, please, please let me know what y'all would like to see, what y'all would like to hear from me. And I'll take that into consideration as well. Uh, I did a little bit of research here for this one. Went kind of in-depth with some stats for Deshaun Watson. But yeah, if y'all want to see more of this, please let me know. Leave comments. Send in messages on anchor.fm. Y'all can send messages to me. I can play them on the podcast and answer them for straight from there. So if y'all like this, y'all want to see more, let me know. Hit me at Freddy Inferno on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And with that, this is Freddy Inferno, and we're out.